Alright, hello and welcome to another uh, not-so-rapid reaction uh, podcast of last night's game between uh, Chivas and Atlas. Second leg of the semi-final, Chivas wins 1-0 and goes through because they ended uh, higher on the table. Flo. And I got a Flo on the call tonight. What's going on, guys? <sighs> yeah, so the game last night, um, it ended... Pretty much the way all three of us predicted it um, on the last podcast, which is 1-0. We all weren't pretty sure about it, um, but ended up going that way. Um, I thought it was a, a deserved win. Um, the first 20-25 minutes were really rough there. I, I, I had I almost lost faith there at the beginning, but after that, they really turned it around, turned up the pressure, and I thought the 1-0 um, the result was much deserved. Yeah, I think, I, for me, I think their their first 10 minutes of the first half, I thought they played really well. They had the high press going. They were uh, pushing Atlas back. And then, I don't know if they ran out of energy or they just didn't want to exert themselves on to go all out in the first half. And by like the 15-minute 15, 15 mark, I was worried because Chivas wasn't showing anything. Their passing was atrocious. Um, they had the ball all the way up to like three quarters of the field and then in that last quarter of the field they didn't they didn't know what to do with it there's no creativity but in the end you know the right before the half ended you know we get that Orbelin goal that puts us through but man like and then we have like a second half of just not being able to breathe nervous you know being a nervous wreck for 45 minutes yeah I mean it would have been nice to have a a second goal in the, in the in the second half. I mean, we definitely had our chances. Um, we just we just couldn't put it away. But the um, the first half, I mean, like I said, after about yeah, I mean, the, I guess the first few minutes, you're right. Uh, we did come out. We had like a high press. We were really had lots of energy. And then around that 10 minute mark, it just looked bad. And then around the 25th minute or so, they started to turn it up again. Um, I remember thinking in the 40th minute, like, man, um, I, I think I think we might be able to get one before half um, because we looked really, really well good. And I'm just glad I believe we were able to get that header in. At first, I know you mentioned on Twitter you thought it was offside. Yeah, yeah. Um, when, the, when the goal went in, I kind of just sat on my couch waiting for the referee to throw his flag up. Because you know, even sometimes, even if they don't throw it up right away, I guess players will argue and stuff. And sometimes the ref feels pressured to throw up the flag. But um, after like a wide shot of the a replay, it was it was clear he was on sides. And it's the same guy that uh, kept Pulido on for a legit goal uh, in the first game too. No, it yeah. was like uh, it was like my guy on uh, on pro clubs when I take the corners and I forget to walk back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we get that goal and the 1-0 into the half. Everybody's happy. And then the second half, I think we just dominated Atlas. Atlas just cracked under the pressure. They they couldn't... They put in Alustiza, who, if he might have started, you know, would have caused more problems for us. But I think by the time they put him in, the team had just... Uh, broken down maybe mentally and they weren't they're not you know then they're, they're not capable of coming back even though they only needed one goal to really pretty much seal 
semifinals for themselves. Yeah, I mean, Trayvon definitely dominated the second half. Um, they had a, Atlas had a few, like maybe two, maybe three chances in that second half where, you know, they could have scored, but nothing, nothing too dangerous. Um, I thought, I thought Chivas played really well. Um, Orbelin was the player of the game for me, even though he was subbed out. He was just everywhere on the field fighting. Um, and the big, the big bright spot as well in the second half was uh, Pizarro coming in. And the main thing with him is he looked healthy. Um, the last game he came in where he re-injured himself, I think it was the, the Copa MX final, if I remember correctly. But you didn't even notice he was there. And I think that's that was telling that he was still injured. He ended up re-injuring himself in that game. And this game, it was complete opposite. As soon as he came in, he made an immediate impact. Well, it's probably the, uh, the adrenaline stuff, but um, Matias Almeida himself said uh, Pizarro was only 80% out there last night. If that's 80%, then, you know, 100%, um, I can't wait to see him at 100%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, yeah, before he got injured, he was playing great, great. Um, he was the only one scoring for us in the second half there for a while. But, yeah, he was playing so, yeah. in the form. Exactly. He was, you know, to me, he's always been more of a central midfielder, but he was... He was really finding his uh, his way out there on the left wing before he got hurt, um, so I was real excited to see him back. And he he made he made an immediate impact. Um, you could you could just tell the difference with having him in the game. It was, it was a huge impact. Yeah, I'm I'm curious as to if he'll start against. Um, well, we're uh, we're gonna play the Luca in the semifinals. I'm curious if he starts at a uh, Estadio at um the Luca Stadium and Nemesio Diaz. But uh, I, I, I personally, I, I don't think he's going to start. I, I wouldn't risk him yet if he's at 80%. Just, I think, uh, key, like, 25, 30 minutes in the second half, I think that's enough, maybe. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would, uh, I feel the same way. I mean, at least for the at least for the first leg, definitely. I would definitely not start him. Um, if anything, I would maybe try to hold him out, maybe play him for about 20 minutes or so and see how he does, and if he's really feeling good, I would maybe look at starting him in the second leg. Um, but the first leg, I would definitely try to hold him out. Yeah, but I think the pressure might be there to start him over uh, Chofis. Yeah, Chofis has uh, not looked well. I mean, Chofis has been played well. Yeah, and I mean, I know they're saying that he's that he's been hurt, that he's been playing hurt. Um, he just hasn't looked very good for, for a few weeks now. Um, so the pressure might be there, but I hope, I hope he doesn't start him because I, I feel like if he starts him, especially at 80%, you're just risking that injury and it feels like we're just starting to get healthy at the right time. Um, and I just don't want to risk it. Yeah. Just touching on trophies. Um, yesterday he got subbed off like to start the half and, uh, they put on Michael Bettis on who's just a uh, holding mid. We did have the lead, but I, I don't if Chuffies is in form, no way he gets subbed out of the half for uh, Michael Perez. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, I was a little surprised, but not really, because he just he wasn't playing well in the first half, and he hasn't been playing well for a few weeks. So the fact that they took him out for a defensive mid or, or a holding mid, I mean, it makes sense. But I agree. If he's in form, he's 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 gonna he's a person that's too dangerous to take out of the game. Yeah, and it sucks because, you know, he's a player that could just create something out of nothing. But um, 
I don't think, I don't know, he's just not in form. He needs to get something going, like an assist or, a, I don't know, get his confidence back up. Yeah, him and Orbelin and Pizarro in that midfield. I mean, that's when when everybody was playing together and well, that's when we looked the best that we've looked all year. So, I mean, if he can find his form here over the last, you know, few weeks of the season, I mean, it'll make a huge difference. But he just he just hasn't had it the last few weeks. Yeah, if you get those three clicking, that's like a Gold Cup kind of roster, a national team midfield midfield out there. Yeah, and Polito up top. I mean, Polito, he hasn't scored that many goals, but, I mean, to me, it's not that he's been out of form. He just hasn't had too many opportunities. When he does have opportunities, I, I can see he's a little hesitant sometimes. I don't know why. He always wants to switch the ball onto his strong foot. It seems like every time he has a shot at goal, he's about to take it, but then he decides to switch it to his other foot. But um, I, I feel like Belito, if he has a little more service, um, he could he could definitely put some goals away. Yeah, I think he did a good job yesterday, though. Like you know how he drops back, and but yeah. it usually doesn't pay off. I think yesterday he he had it going. He was dropping back, but the chances were still getting created because this time somebody actually. Like followed behind them in the box. There was there was always somebody in the box. The ball just never got to them. Yeah, and that that's another big part of Pizarro's game. I mean, he's a midfielder, but he's he's a midfielder that makes those runs into the box. And having him in the game making those runs, it, it really helps a lot. Yeah, I think I think even before Pizarro came on, though, like in the first half, I think we still saw like we had I don't know. Chivas just looked different. They were. Um, they just look different. They're not the team that came out there in the Jalisco and showed nothing for 90 minutes. Yeah, and I, and I think it's it's good. I think they're they're starting to show a little bit of form. They're starting to get you know a couple of healthy bodies back at the right time. Um, so you know I, I have high hopes for for uh, Toluca or for Chivas against Toluca. I really I really hope we can um, we can win this and move on. Yeah, like uh, like I was saying before, we started recording. Um, if you think, if we think back to the regular season, two two of the games where Chivas looked like the most complete and the most in sync were against Atlas. One was against Atlas, and the other one was against Toluca. So drawing Toluca in the semifinals, I think that's a great great draw. And opposed as opposed to who Cholos got the freaking red hot Tigres. <laughs> We get to avoid avoid Tigres for another round, and uh, I think the Luka's the better the better draw here, no matter no matter what. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, avoiding Tigres right now when they're red hot is the is the best news that you could get. You know, let them play another two games over there, and if we do get lucky enough to play them in the final, I mean, hopefully by then maybe they cooled off a little bit because Gignac <laughs> right now is just. He's just scoring goals left and right right now. It's and it all started against Chivas, but so <laughs> <laughs> well, he needs to cool down sometime soon because right now he's he's pretty much doing whatever he wants, scoring free kicks, scoring headers, doing doing everything right now. Yeah, I think he has like seven goals and like off his last ten shots or something like that, which is insane. That kind of goal to shot ratio. Yeah. 
crazy. But yeah, I mean, Toluca, like I said, is definitely the better draw. Um, they finished off the season, their last five games. They had three losses and two draws. So coming into the you know, to the playoffs, they're definitely stumbling. They're a team that, similar to Chivas, they started off the year very well. I mean, that's why when Chivas played them back in, I think it was March, weren't they like the top two teams? Yeah, we the, were playing, I think, the one and the two seed or something like that. Yeah, because Toluca started off the season really, really well. And that, like you mentioned, that was one of the best games that Chivas has looked all year. Um, at that point, you know, when we beat Toluca, everybody was like, oh, Chivas is going to be number one. They're going to go into the, you know, into the playoffs with all that momentum. But then the, the injuries started hitting us. And Toluca well, it, start, it started in that game. The first, who, who like, got, big who got hurt in that game? It was uh, Sambuesa, the dirty tackle on Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How could I forget about that? Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want. I want them to just, like, get Brizuela in the locker room before the game, make him give a speech, like, go out there and win for me, like, <laughs> motivate them. If, if, if a guy that, like, took your, took your guy out for the rest of the season and into, like, possibly the next season... I don't know what more motivation you need to win a game. Yeah, that'd be a good little speech. But I'm I'm very confident. Like I said, Toluca they struggled um, over the last month and a half of the season or so, maybe even two months of the season. And I think I think Chivas is in a good spot. They're starting to find their form. Um, is it? Have we heard it? Because I know when he got hurt, they said that he might be back for the semifinals. Uh, has anything come out on uh, Cello? Yeah, I think he's... Uh, well, he made the bench yesterday, which was cool. But um, I think, yeah, his uh, scheduled return date was the semifinals. But again, I don't know if they want to risk him yet, unless it's like dire emergency. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it, just, it's, it seems like we're getting healthy at the right time. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what, what happens on Thursday. Yeah, and uh, if you told me like a week ago we're going to play Toluca when they beat Santos 4-1, then I would have been worried. But then, come on the second leg, they almost, Santos almost came back on them 3-1. So we know Toluca's vulnerable to, you know, they they look bad. And the thing about them is their back line is old, so it's slow. If we can get Orbelin to make runs at them deep, or even... Maybe, you know, Chopis maybe can get a pass in there for a Pulido beat the center backs. I think we have a shot at cracking that back line. Yeah. And I mean, maybe this is a game that Chofis can can find a little bit of rhythm, you know, because he has that style. I mean, he is quick, but he has that style, that, that dribbling, that start-stop, little hesitate style that I think can give him some problems. So maybe this is the game where he gets it going. Yeah, he can put in those through balls or the over-the-top balls, just like effortless and beat beat people from behind. Hope hope we see that on Thursday. Yeah, the game starts at seven thirty, right? Um, yeah, seven thirty. Uh, your time zone, eight thirty uh, Eastern Standard Time. And that's probably going to be on when uh, we see on Deportes, because I don't think they. I think the final they they broadcast over Unimas or Univision. Yeah, and the first leg is going to be away. 
Yeah. So hopefully we get some away goals. So we can play a little bit easier at home. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm excited. I'm I'm really interested to see what, what lineup we put out there. I mean there's so many so many ways we can go, so many question marks as to who who's gonna play, who's coming back from injury, who do we wanna risk, who we don't wanna risk. So I'm just looking forward to seeing, you know, what lineup we put out there and, and seeing how we perform. Yeah. I was also it was also cool how um the stadium actually got packed like packed to the max and uh, the fans were just loud the whole game. It had been like it had been a while since that since that had happened. Yeah, it was it was rocking. I remember watching the game and at one point I saw it, it seemed like everybody in the stadium was jumping up and down. Yeah, it kinda looked like the like the supporter section kinda looked like the whole ground was shaking. I was like for a second I was like, Oh, that stadium's gonna collapse <laughs> Yeah. Should be it should be a good one. <clears throat> yeah, alright. So uh we got Twitter questions. We got I think we got two. Alright, first one is from uh Gary nineteen and he said going into semis, what do you think are our strengths and uh, weaknesses versus the Luca? Alright. Strengths and weaknesses. Uh strength. I would say definitely um, the speed of our attack, um, especially if we get you know a couple of these players back and playing. Um, but Polito, I think Polito, um, he can definitely make some runs and beat that back line. And Orbelin out of the out of the midfield. Um, this last game uh, was his best game that he's played in probably a couple months. I felt. He was, he was just very dominant in that game. So I think Orbelin and Polito are two of our strengths coming into this game. Um, as far as weaknesses, maybe the back line um, on the getting caught on the counter. Um, I feel like that's one of Chivas's weaknesses all season, um, especially when we have the ball for so long we dominate possession um we're just we get caught we get caught on that counter way too often um a lot of times our center backs like to push up a little too much um and, and we it seems like we easily get caught um Salcido is not you know running anyone down um and that's what's caused a lot of our problems a lot of our red cards yellow cards is when we're just making tackles to save um, to save ourselves on the counterattack. Yeah, uh, just I think uh, I agree with everything you said. But uh, just to add to the Orbelin Pineda thing, I think his deep runs are going to be important because he makes those deep runs. He's coming at that back line with such a velocity that I think he can just blow by them one on one with Talavera. Then hopefully, you know. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of that. I mean, I just I just hope that we're better in the final third that final pass just making that final pass is what we're going to need because I feel like we're going to have plenty of opportunities um, we just need to make that final good pass 
um, for that for that goal, and that's what was lacking. That was that's what was lacking against Atlas in the second half. We had plenty of chances. Um, we were getting in the box. Fierro was making runs. Polito was looking good, but then always that final pass, that final touch, it, it was lacking. So I, I just hope we can put it together. Yeah, and uh, I think another strength we have is that the fact that we have Cota back there. Oh yeah, definitely He's been playing uh, unbelievable the last couple of games. Because uh, Necaxa, he didn't allow a goal. The Atlas goal was a penalty. Then yesterday he made a couple saves. But um, he's he's been playing really well for us this this season, which is also scary because his loan ends this, at the end of this season. I don't know how much Pachuca's really try to get us for if we want to retain him. Yeah, I mean I can see us not wanting to retain him. I mean, I don't know. They'll, they'll probably try to get like ten million or something off of us. <laughs> yeah, just I because. think he wants to stay too, which is yeah the important part. Let me see. I'm trying to think of another weakness. Um, not really sure. I mean, I feel like I don't know, but I think Alaniz is like a wild a wild card because his first game against the Atlas, he was getting he got subbed off because he was getting abused. But then yesterday he had a really solid game. So yeah. I think I think, I think our back I think our backline in general is a is a wild card. Yeah, and I mean our Adi's, our center backs, Adi's yeah. Adi's and he's usually really solid for us. Yeah, he I mean Adi's caught is... a couple of times yesterday, and that was like out of the ordinary. But I don't know. I think in general our, our backline is a wild card. Sometimes it shows up, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's definitely a wall card. They're 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 too inconsistent. Um, but when when we get exposed the most, it's when their team has lots of speed and they're using it on the counter. It just it feels like we're gonna get caught every single time. Um, but yeah, Adi's Adi's is for me is has always been solid all year. I didn't really notice yesterday um, to me like with um that he was off or anything but he might have been i just didn't i just didn't notice it but i think i think gallito is gonna be big too he's gonna have to drop back a lot and just try to break up those passes when um until look i get the ball and they try to break um he's gonna he's gonna have to try to break break up that um those those connecting passes so we don't get caught on the counter yeah, and that way he can set up a Orbelin. Remember the during the season, the Orbelin and Gaido connection was, you know, it, sh- it was showing a lot of potential. But then the end of the the international break came, and like I don't know what Osorio did to Pineda, but I think he was breaking that whatever he did to him. <laughs> yeah, and then Gaido decided to start getting red cards. <laughs> <laughs> so it is what it is. <clears throat> Alright, we got another question. Yeah, uh, last one from uh, at Josh or something. Shout out to Josh. So, does the video of the Chivas fan consoling the Atlas fan give you feels to our Chivas fans the classiest fan base? Yes or C? <laughs> Did you see that video? Uh, I think I saw it maybe like five seconds before you called me. Uh, like five minutes I'm sorry before you called me I didn't really even click on it I didn't even click on it to actually see I just kind of saw it passing through my timeline so I don't really I didn't really see it I just saw 
the one Atlas fan surrounded by Chivas fan, they're like hugging him or something. Yeah, basically the guy just standing there like thinking like, I don't know, I don't know what he was thinking, but he's just crying, standing there, and then the Chivas fan turns around, like, gives him the hug, like, packs him back, and I guess kind of tells him maybe next time or something. Maybe tell him, you know, that's why you guys are Atlas, and you're never going to win another championship again. <laughs> maybe. I mean, so I guess, I mean, I guess that's good to see, but, you know, if it was the other way around, and Chivas would have not moved on, it probably would have been a lot different. Oh, it, probably yeah. <laughs> would, it probably would have looked closer to the to the Tigres Monterrey video that was circulating. I don't know if you saw that video, but that yeah, was a great I saw that video one too. Well. The Tigres fans trying to get on, just getting mobbed by uh, Monterrey fans. Garbage yeah, I saw thrown at them. Yeah, I saw this. You just see even like a girl went in there and like started punching the guy in the face. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. I was like, man, that's insane. So yeah, so I mean, it was a it was a nice video, I guess, but circumstances, <laughs> the circumstances would have been reversed. I'm sure it wouldn't have been such a such such a pretty scene. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's good to see because you know yeah. to see all this uh, racism and violence and stuff in uh, in soccer today. You know, you think back to the Tigres Veracruz game. You think back to what happened when Chiapas got relegated, the Monterrey Tigres thing. You know, you want to see you want to see more of these things, not not more of the the violence and stuff, riots. Yeah, yeah. Are you even what was it like no like two years ago when Chivas uh beat Atlas? Oh that yeah, like, the, their fans invaded the pitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were on the pitch. So yeah, so it's good to see. Um, there's been a lot of negativity with the fans in the Liga MX here recently. So I mean, yeah, definitely a good story. So to answer Josh's question, I would go with C. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that was it for the questions on Twitter. I kind of I kind of put it out there late. I forgot. Yeah. I, I I forgot to put it out yesterday after the game. Yeah, too, the one uh, video, the happy. one video I did see that I liked though was uh, of people doing. Um, they're calling it the Gignac, his version of the dab. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's doing the gignac. I saw a video of a bunch of Chivas fans in the parking lot before today and doing the gignac. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he so, do that? Is that is that just his version of the? I haven't like really looked into it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I mean, I guess he was trying to dab. I don't know. I saw I saw people making fun of it, saying that he was trying to block all the lasers out of his eyes from the Mexican <laughs> fans. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, but that was my good video I saw this weekend I, I made me laugh uh, the, the other videos I really liked were um, well I we tweeted them from the Chivas del Norte the Pereira and uh, Pineda were in the crowd oh yeah, the I saw that. The, yeah they did like the fans uh, went to the hotel did like a little rally for the team and Pereira and Orbelin were in there playing drums with them uh, singing and stuff with them pretty dope yeah, I remember seeing that. I was like, Orbelin better not be tired tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but then he turned out to have like the, his best game in a couple months. So maybe he should do that more often. Hey, maybe that uh, that fan rally helped him. Yeah, maybe the whole team should go out there next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. So uh, we'll be back on Thursday. We'll try to do an episode right after the game. We should be able to. It's going to end like at 1030. So predictions? Oh yeah, we should do predictions. 
shit. I think we walk out of there with a 2-1 win. 2-1? Yeah. I'm going to go with... Um... I'm gonna go with one one. I'm gonna go with one one, just uh, just because we'll be away, and I think we'll be in a good spot going into Sunday, at, with a with a one one result, um, on Thursday. You want to call who scores the goals? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with Pizarro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh. Pulido and I think Gaito cracks one in. Oh, Gaito. Oh, man. You don't even want to hear me if Gaito <laughs> scores a goal. <laughs> Put him at striker. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to try to be back on um, Thursday after the game. I think we should be able to. It, it's going to be an early game for us. And, yeah, um, yeah we'll be back on Thursday night with our uh, another rapid reaction. So, uh my name's Varro. You want to find me on Twitter? Follow me on my personal account. It's at underscore dos uno d o s u n o. Hello. Let them know where they can find you. They can find me on Twitter at the real flow f l o flow. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. So uh, we'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Peace. Later.